0: I can't believe I'm a dog. Oh, that's
1: messed up. A magic curse. I gotta
0: get help now.
1: One chance to break the spell. Find true love is the only way. It
2: will be the quest of a lifetime.
0: Please help me find a real man. Oh. She's the one. There are no real men. I'm right here. It's not easy
2: to be a homeless dog, is it? How about being my roommate? Oh. Why don't we call you Prince?
0: That's what I'll do. Lisa. What are you doing here? I love you. Back off. I want you. She's mine. You saved my life. I'm going to stay with you forever. Who oh, you. Yeah. It's
1: Prince.
2: Prince, your dog. I love you. I love you so much. No! No!
0: I'm still a dog. Till you learn true love. You can only be a man at night.
1: Love on a Leash. (laughs) You want dog food. Yeah, I'm a dog.
2: Welcome to They Call Us a Movie, testing the strength of friendships, one terrible movie at a time. Subscribe to the podcast and iTunes and other podcast services by searching They Call This a Movie. We are part of the Main Amy Network, and to find more from us, check out the website themainnamey.com or Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Namey. We're also now a proud member of Geek Vibes Nation. You can find them at gvnation.com. Welcome back to They Call This a Movie. This is Anthony Delvecchio, and with me as always is Dan Aquino and Mark Myers. Say hello, gentlemen. This movie.
0: Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't have a bit this week uh, for obvious reasons, but... Uh... I don't know if this was the best movie for us to watch this week or the worst movie for us to watch with everything going on. I what, still haven't what, decided.
2: I don't know if there's a good time to
1: watch this movie, Mark. Yeah. Uh, you're not allowed to pick movies anymore after this. <laughs> that privilege has been revoked.
2: Oh come on! It can only go. The only place it could
1: go is up. Am I right? I don't know. With you,
0: we we, we could watch Troll 2 again, and it would be an improvement.
1: I would rather watch Troll 2. <laughs>
0: oh, I,
2: I think I would watch any other movie that we've ever done compared to this movie. But yeah. before we get into the movie that we're watching this week, usually <laughs> what we do when we're all together is we talk about the movies that uh, we watched this past week. So guys, what
0: are you watching? <laughs> yeah, so um, I'll start off. I, I actually watched movies this week, so that's why I wanted to jump in and be first. First movie, um, not much of a surprise for new um, guys, uh, maybe the audience out there, because our friend John had mentioned it in a chat before. Um, I actually went and watched uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower again for the first time in a few years. Just as good as I remembered it, probably I watched it uh, before Justice League, thank God. Um, so I didn't have any taint of that Ezra Miller performance in that movie, clouding my memory. Overall, that movie's still great. That one was no surprise, but one movie that I did watch over on, um, uh, during, I believe it was either... Sunday or Monday on Memorial Day weekend. My grandma likes to keep on Turner Classic movies, constantly, so when I was down making, uh, I believe, Breakfast that one day, the uh, movie Glory came on, you know, Matthew Broderick and Denzel Washington, and I sat down and watched that for the first time in a while, and that movie was real good. It's weird because that was Matthew Broderick's first, you know, I'm a serious actor role, I believe, going through that, but seeing just, you know, the performances, that Morgan Freeman still looked 75 years old in that movie, despite the fact that it was the late 80s. Uh, so, yeah, I watched probably movies on two completely different ends of the scale in terms of um, seriousness. But, um, yeah, and that was outside of my normal things I watch on YouTube and stuff like that. But uh, I thought I'd jump in because I actually watched movies this or within the last two weeks.
1: I didn't get to watch anything. So, I'm I'm the mark this this week. <laughs> we traded places.
2: Yeah, I mean, I didn't really watch much uh, either, unless you count hospital television. Uh, for those that don't know, it was probably quite a bit. I had my gallbladder taken out. This it was five days in the hospital, so that's why I wasn't here for Justice League. And yeah, so I got a lot of a lot of watching of Friends. Luckily, there was an Office marathon on Comedy Central this past weekend, so I watched that. And then diners, drive-ins, and dives. Was Triple the, D, baby. The extent of my watching this week. But I am the one that uh, chose this week's movie, so um, I put these guys through hell, and that's yeah. the reason why Dan sounds like he doesn't want to be here this week. To um, be fair,
1: you also chose last week's movie. Well, I was dying, Dan. <laughs> yeah, give me, give me one. <laughs> <laughs> I, you did have a very funny message to us Because we were kind of in limbo With what we were going to do With what we were going to watch Because Anthony had picked this movie prior to his surgery And I asked in the group chat Are we still watching the movie that we're covering this week And he said, yeah, I didn't almost die Just to not watch this movie <laughs> <laughs> Yes But
2: I'm here now Sans one gallbladder So we're going to move on But this week, I scoured the bowels um which is fitting i guess bowels of amazon prime video this week and i came across one of the one of the true gems we'll we'll call it it's it is something else it might possibly be the worst movie we've done might possibly be the worst movie we'll ever do i don't know if we're ever going to come across <laughs> something quite like this. This puts, this honestly, it puts the room to shame. It puts, yes. uh, we haven't covered a Neil Breen movie here yet. We've covered a trailer of his movies, but man, it's it's going to be tough to beat. The only other thing that I've ever seen cover this is YouTube Ralph the Movie Maker covered this. I haven't seen anybody else cover it, so we're we're getting didn't in before. He,
0: didn't he get banned for telling people to go rate this? I...
2: Yes. Yeah, so... Without any further ado, the, mo- the movie is Love on a Leash from 2011. Oh. And this movie currently holds a 9.2 on IMDb and that is out of 10 because Ralph the Movie Maker told his legion of fans to go onto IMDb and rate this movie nothing but 10s and I think he either got banned for, I think he might have gotten banned off of IMDb or he got uh, demonetized on YouTube sometime he got punished for it. But yeah. uh, here it stands with 6,323 votes. Love on a Leash. This is directed by Fen Tian, the Chinese-born uh, filmmaker. It has a 9.2 on IMDb and a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. It stars Hannah Camp, Anise Camo, Camo, Mac- Macil- Lee, and Gloria Winship Ion so those names were all pretty difficult to pronounce but gentlemen i i don't even know how to ask this question but love, on a, love on a from leash where we we loving a leash guys oh, where are you coming from man.
1: pure disgust that's where i'm coming from a place of pure disgust and misery as mark alluded to you know obviously with everything going on in the world you subjected us to this movie and it's just like how could you feel worse well i'll tell you how you <laughs> like feel kicking worse. you so when you're gonna, down yeah, I'm going to make you watch an hour and a half of Love on a Leash. This was the true movie where, and and Mark will do this, this is the true movie where you're sitting there and you feel like you've been there for a day. Yes. And it's only been 20 minutes.
0: Yeah, I paused at the exact moment you mentioned in the group chat when you were like, this is only 22 minutes in? I was like, I looked at the time at the same exact moment.
1: Uh, it's, I would rather get my gallbladder removed. <laughs> Well, some of us did both,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and had the better day.
2: <laughs> Guys, it's um, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's the weirdest the, part of this movie,
0: though? <laughs> well, well, the one comment I want to make that nothing to do with the movie. I watching this movie. I think we could make a better movie and put it on Amazon. I think oh, yeah. the I think the six minutes of anything we've done, including the big game or any any of those you know little skits are better than any six-minute segment of this movie.
1: Make no mistake, gentlemen, this is not a movie. This is a series of events that was put on film. <laughs> sure. Right? There's there's yeah. no there, there, The pacing. There is no pacing. It's just this happens, and then another scene happens, and then a following scene happens, and it's all just kind of mixed together yep. with no rhyme or reason. Mm-hmm. So to call it a do movie you, is very generous.
0: Do you think? Do you think the people that wrote Rubber saw this movie beforehand?
1: Yeah, Rubber was better. At oh, least yeah. they, at least they had you know some production value. This movie was difficult to write notes for because
2: there was no, there were no like transition scenes. It was everything. Nope. <laughs> it just went bam right next scene. It's like that dog's running down the street. All oh, of all of a sudden he's home. Right. Um, right what, it, but what is like honestly this is an honest question? What's the weirdest? aspect of this movie is it the fact there's, there's no music to it is it the fact that uh, the voiceover for the dog sounds like it's somebody that came in after the fact and did a riff tracks is it the fact that everything is
1: green in this movie <laughs> yeah I, the, the the problem with the dog is you're you're right it's someone who probably did the voiceover work before the movie was even done because it, it doesn't match the tone and cadence of what's happening in the movie mm-hmm. like a, a serious moment will happen and then the dog will start singing and being happy it doesn't call for any of that yeah so i think yeah. they did everything ass backwards in this movie
2: yeah if you if you take out the voiceover in the dog this movie is dark as fuck it's very yeah. dark um scene. yeah yeah, yeah. There's a suicide attempt. There's a rape attempt. You know, there's an overbearing mother. There's a guy that's afraid to come out to his family. There's There's a
0: father who left his daughter when she was born or whatever.
2: There's, oh, spoiler alert, there's a woman that lives in her apartment for 30 years waiting for someone to come find her. (laughs) And she never changes the furniture in the apartment. And I don't think she ever...
1: Yeah, I don't think she ever changes her wardrobe either.
2: She ages 30 well, years, and she
1: doesn't see her friend for about that same time until she yeah. has grandkids. Oh that, God, that oh. that part confused me because I didn't. It, when they tell you that time has passed, it just says some years later. Yeah, I mean yeah. that that could have been two years. It could have been 50 years. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it's decades, decades later. Yeah. It, yes, i think the weirdest well, the, the only part that sticks out to my to my memory is the main character is searching it goes out to look for her dog in the rain she has an umbrella goes to open it and then throws the umbrella away <laughs> <laughs> that's a is, that's a scene in the movie yeah it's yeah. also weird yeah. that The
2: dog's name's Al alvin flang <laughs> what the dog's name is alvin flang oh it's not prince well, no his real name he right. names him prince but he says his name's alvin flang so all my notes just
1: say alvin flang does this <laughs> oh, He, goes, at one point after they've been married and you know they're in love or whatever he calls her pizza face cinder block do, <laughs> yeah. do you remember that it's yeah. after he saves her from the pool calls yes her
2: pizza face Cinderblock. it's fantastic yeah. he's an asshole the dog <laughs> is a giant asshole in this whole movie it,
0: yeah it's yeah, the, so strange. Yeah, the, the the lack of the backing track is what makes the voiceover worse. Um, I I think you know, yeah, the the no music is amazing, and I think you, it's in the trivia and all that or whatever something that there's actually a person credited as a composer. Yeah, uh, to a movie with no music. So I, I
2: I tried to do some digging. I really can't find the reason, but there's got to be a reason. But it's not just that there's no backing track. There's no sound design in these scenes. Yeah. Scenes are shot and you see them without any sort of... It's like it's not even white noise. It's just absence of sound. Oh, My yeah. thinking is that either they didn't pay the composer... And he was like, "All right, well then you can't use my music." So rather than replace, they couldn't. They didn't have time to replace it, so they just pulled it. Or he got one look at the at the movie, and he's like, "Yeah, you're not using my music for this movie. This this is too terrible." Because he's an accomplished composer, actually. I looked him up. He was like, yeah. he had some one Disney credit. I can't remember exactly what it was, but he he's been around for a while. It's uh, great
1: because you'll you'll notice parts in the movie where people are clearly talking yep. but there's no voice coming mm-hmm. out and there's parts where the dog is supposed to be attacking someone and the camera just shakes around to make it look like the dog's attacking but it's clear that the dog is just kind of standing there or just playing <laughs> yep it, it, there's no direction in this movie i mean this is beyond frustrating if you're an actual filmmaker or if you're just an aspiring filmmaker this is, like, insulting to your yeah. profession. It's, it's an assault. it's on Amazon. <laughs> it's an assault on all your senses. Yeah, it's wild.
2: It's wild. The experience was so much better than I was expecting. Just for the third act, because the third act is so bonkers. From the moment the dog gets hit by a car to the end, yeah. it's just so... It just I was flabbergasted at every moment after that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's, again, it's just some stuff put to film. That's really what this is. It's someone's fever dream, I think. This movie is my wife and I exchanging nervous glances at each other while we watched it. Did it make make you
0: almost hate dogs by the the first five minutes of this movie? Uh,
1: Well, it made me hate this dog. (laughs) Not dogs in general, I mean. uh, There is one line in this movie that... Made me chuckle a little bit, and it's when the uh the main character is in his dog form, and he's chasing after the talent agent. He stops, sits down, and says, "Ah, my ass." <laughs> yeah, it's his voiceover. It like
2: to the point where it feels like somebody came in and tried to fix this and like wrote dialogue after it. It's like, all right, well, we've got nothing to string these scenes together. uh did he get to write some lines and then like someone that had no that had a completely different vision of what this movie was supposed to be it's like yeah i'll give it a shot why not <laughs> this dog seems
1: fun <laughs> yeah, I, like, yeah it's like, probably his what what he thinks would be going through a golden retriever's mind
2: yeah it's like but that's the thing it's so weird because alvin flang is a human being that's been cursed he's not a dog but he acts like he's like a nine-year-old <laughs> like when well, he's in dog form
1: the, yeah the main problem is we have, this is supposed to be like Beauty and the Beast, I guess, where he's cursed. Or like Princess and the Frog, something like that, yeah. Right. But we never see why he was cursed. He just explains it very briefly. Because he was a playboy, yeah, that's all. So why couldn't you show us that? Yeah. It's an There's, hour and a half. You're going to tell me you couldn't fit that in somewhere?
2: If you told me that there was a bunch of different other scenes that we could have seen besides the ones that we do see... Um, I would assume that they're all better than what we do wind up seeing.
1: <laughs> Are you telling me there's a Fen Tian cut? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they
2: ever shot it, but yeah, I feel like In his mind. Yeah, it's sort of it's sort of like jazz. You have to think of the the notes he's not playing. Yeah, you got to think of the weren't shot. that weren't shot. <laughs> but that's a better movie. It's free form filmmaking. Um, <laughs> yeah, this one, yeah, it's like the I'm so glad we got to do this movie because it's
1: it's, it's going to be so hard to top in terms of, if, is this the worst movie ever made? Right, And throughout my viewing of this, I kept thinking of The Room, where people always say, you know, it's considered the worst film ever made. I'm like, well, this is the worst film ever made. <laughs> Easily. And when when yeah. did The Room come out? Uh, mid- like 2003. About... Yeah. So maybe at the time it was the worst movie ever made. But then Love on a Leash came along and said, hold my beer. I'm going to yep. show you how to make a bad movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, this one's for the ages. Uh, you guys want
1: to get into the plot or what we're going to sure. call a plot? I was going to say, is there anything to really discuss plot-wise in this movie? Oh, a lot happens. Yeah, yeah but it's not a plot in a certain order. <laughs> uh sure. Mark, sure. are you okay? Are, are we doing this? We yeah, still have good. time. Yeah, good. Let's do it. Uh, I was hoping you'd back out.
2: Before we do it,
1: Dan, do you have anything to plug? Sure. Uh, as we've been doing on this podcast, we've been giving a shout out to a good friend of ours, Tia, who is with Geek Vibes Nation, and her podcast, The Top Ten with Tia. It's a weekly podcast where Tia and her friends tackle the top ten lists of movies, such as top ten villains and top ten on on-screen couples. So uh, make sure to tune into that. Tia, like I said, is a very good friend of the podcast, and she's a good person all around. So support good people. All
2: right, yes, and we're going to take a few minutes to listen to some uh, messages from friends of the podcast, so we will be right back. Hey, everyone, this is Steve. And this is Adam. And we're part of the Hop Nation USA podcast, Pittsburgh's
0: number three craft beer podcast.
2: Join us every Friday for new beer reviews. We'll talk about the news, history, and homebrewing. Plus, we'll sit down with the best brewers and industry personalities that'll have us. So, whether you're a casual drinker, a hazy boy hophead, or even if you're a whale hunting cellar hoarder, just search Hop Nation USA on Apple, Spotify, or your
0: favorite podcatcher and join the nation. subscribe to the best little horror house in philly and i'll see
2: you boils and ghouls over there and welcome back and now it's time to get into the plot of 2011's love on a leash we open up on some stock footage of los angeles with no sound design backing it as we mentioned it's literally dead silent despite seeing birds flying traffic going by water running and then after about a minute and 15 seconds of complete silence, not even white <laughs> noise, we finally hear our hero dog speak, lamenting, "Where is everybody? Especially the ladies." And he gets pet by a man, where he says, "Lay off, man.
0: I'm not gay." I was I was out on the dog at that point.
2: <laughs> uh, the VO, as we mentioned, feels more like a Rift Tracks commentary than an actual VO that's meant to be a part of this movie. And the editing of this film is all over the place, kind of like a Bourne movie. <laughs> Yeah. so then the dog winds up at a park um and he tries to hit on a girl at the park playing frisbee but he's a dog so it doesn't really work eventually a magical spirit appears to the dog and tells him that he needs to find true love in order to be brought back as a human so then the dog goes off to find some girls and then the man inside the dog acts like he has a child's brain but we later find out that he's a fully functioning adult human male then he winds up running into a middle of a girl's soccer game and he says ooh there's lots of girls here and a bunch of preteen girls playing soccer so that's yeah. creepy and then the dog winds up at a park and starts playing around with some girls that are of consenting age but then meanwhile we find our romantic lead Lisa and her friend are sunbathing on a blanket Lisa's friend wants to talk to some guys who are just off screen so you can't see them while toast Lisa replaces a personality with chastity <laughs> um, lisa's hot friend goes off to talk to some guys so lisa then decides to put in the hands of god and prays in the middle of the day in the middle of the park out loud for the entire park to hear <laughs> dear god please help me find a real man
1: <laughs> that's depressing anytime you have to do like resort to a higher this, power to find a, a mate this, you're in trouble
0: this is the first sign of how dark this movie is
2: yep um and then i think i believe the dog at this moment says you don't need god i'm here
1: something like that yeah uh, uh, his his one-liners <laughs> uh, his one-liners make arnold schwarzenegger seem like shakespeare <laughs> yeah he's got i think bruce valanche came in here and did some punch-ups on the bruce script valanche. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so she asked for a, a real man and then it manically cuts away to her driving away in her green bug because everything is fucking green in this movie i do not i can't stress that enough if you want to watch this movie it's on amazon prime just notice the green because it's everywhere
0: was it Wes Anderson or Paul?
2: Wes Anderson.
0: Yeah, the one that always is. His movies are all color coded. Yeah, right? they're like
2: all khaki and red and yellows.
0: Yeah, it was like somebody saw one of those movies and was like, Oh, that's what you have to do. You have to have like some kind of color scheme for your character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just instead of doing it for each character and making each scene unique, just went with it. just green. It's, it's all they her, had in the budget.
1: Her character, her characteristics are. She likes green and is just constantly being assaulted for some reason.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. She likes green and she cries a lot. <laughs> she spends the last half of this movie crying in every
0: scene. She w- uh, she wanted it for the real.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand why they chose that to be her like main character trait. Like, yeah, everything has to be green. Wouldn't it I be better if that made like if she was like OCD about it and they explained it that way? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah, but she's not. She's not interesting enough to be have OCD. Yeah, no,
0: essentially, I essentially I think um, maybe it's an inside joke we don't get or.
2: This is why I always say no inside jokes on this podcast, Mark. Exactly.
0: Yep, yep, yep. And uh, I learned my lesson. He taught me my lesson. I, uh, I love,
1: I love Mark. Is like the eternal optimist of our podcast, where he's always giving the movie a way out. Yeah. Every every movie, it's a good thing, Mark. I, I'm not making fun of you for it. It's just I I'm the the exact opposite. Where if it's shit, I just I don't give it a chance anymore. And, yeah. you know, going back to the Justice League, like, oh, if they did this and they did that, I could see where this would be good. and I'm just like, fuck the Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark, I'm not, not
0: going to argue for the the, uh, the director's cut of this movie. Like I unknowingly did for Justice League. <laughs> what um, if there's a
2: two and a half hour movie that explains everything, even the color green scheme in this? <laughs> oh, man.
0: No, my final point was going to be, I, I think her character is nothing more than it needs to be the opposite of Alvin's character. Like, what's the polar opposite of a playboy that's just always looking for girls? Oh, it's a, a God-loving chastity version.
2: With an opioid addiction.
0: With an opioid there addiction. There are
2: some scenes where she looks, like, she looks rough. Like, she's been yeah. sweating out a heroin withdrawal for, like, three
1: hours on set. Yeah. <laughs> she? Uh, yeah, The the makeup department doesn't do a good job. Yeah, and hiding I think some of that stuff
0: there's like they never explore any but there's so many subplots that you know the uh the writer probably wanted to get into but didn't have the talent or lack of guts to yeah. dive deep into them I think the um, problem
2: is that the movie is all subplots there's yeah, no yeah. story that's just all subplot
1: there's to a be, premise and subplots to be fair if I had her mother I'd probably want to off myself as well oh boy. <laughs> I mean, the worst thing that happens to this girl in this movie is she's unsuccessful. Yeah. Because
2: her her life goes to shit immediately after she tries to commit suicide.
1: She's nothing but miserable for the rest of the movie. And also, you know, she isn't she she was up for a promotion at one point, but we never see her make any sales. No. Right. We
2: see her make on a sale.
1: Yes. Yeah. She she i think it was the talent agent who was trying to buy a dress right they never make that connection but i think so she looked like her i mean there's only seven people on the cast so <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm sure some people pulled double duty yeah but yeah she she tells a woman that she's fat essentially she, like she's too
2: she's too big for the dress and then she refuses to sell her the dress isn't your decision
1: Right. I don't think a exactly I don't, yeah. I don't think a department store could refuse to sell you something unless you're you know you're being unruly. Right. But yeah. It's, it's on your job description <laughs> to be like you know what uh I really
2: can't in my good conscience let you leave with this dress. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: It'd be like if I wanted to buy you know a muumuu. You know you <laughs> can't stop me from buying a muumuu just because I'm not a big guy. Yeah. So there you go. Makes no <Yeah>. sense. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was essentially, they're, they were trying to find an easy way to, it's, you know, drive home the point even more that she's, you know, like... Uh,
2: Morally too perfect. Good.
0: Yeah, too good for the dog, you know.
2: Yeah. So she drives away. I'm just going to go so we can kind of end this. <laughs> <Put> <laughs> I'm going to go to right our misery. <laughs> um, the, uh, so she drives away. The dog catches up to Lisa at a gas station, and she just decides to put him in the car and take him home. They go to her apartment, which is entirely green. dog jumps into the tub, then we have a haphazardly paced cleaning montage, and then the dog leaves. Then Lisa goes to work and helps a w- woman squeeze into her dress that's too small, as we mentioned, and gets farted on for her trouble. And then Lisa decides that it's her prerogative to tell the woman that she can't sell her the dress because it's too tight, so I'm hoping she doesn't get paid based on commission. And then a co-worker named Kyle then asks her out. She goes back home, and the dog is waiting outside her apartment again with a cut on his leg. Uh, which he says he cut himself shaving. Har har har, Bruce Valanche.
0: <laughs> uh, so she brings
2: him in to fix him up, and then he mentions he has a home in Switzerland. And then he
1: asks, what we've all been asking is, why is everything green? Yeah. Uh, Question for you guys. Yeah. Say you're dating a girl. You mm-hmm. haven't gone to her apartment yet. You're dat you're, yeah. you're having a. You're having nice time. You're connecting. She's she's pretty. She's everything you want and you, like you feel like oh you know this is good this is going in a good direction and finally she brings you home and you see the color scheme of everything what do you do
2: uh, i mean is are all signs pointing to i'm getting it in that night yes all right i ask her in the morning what's up with the green <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: i i would i would probably ruin my chances there and then what's up i would probably ask what's up with the green and i would offend her <laughs> right there and then, I wouldn't be able to do anything until I knew the exact reason why
0: everything was green. <laughs> uh, Walking around the whole apartment, well, why is this green? This doesn't right, need it, to be green. Why is it green?
1: Right, it'd just be like, you know, like, we're, we're we're getting into it, and like, why is everything green? Just shut up. I, I can't. I need to know this. It's an episode of <laughs> Seinfeld essentially. Where yeah, exactly. Green. Where everything is green. So she gets ready for her
2: date, and the dog spends some time nagging her the entire time. And then her mom calls, and she's. Overexcited that this girl, this lonely, lonely girl has a date. There's a quick montage of a date with, once again, no sound design whatsoever. And then her friends, I forget her name. They don't mention it until like almost the end of the movie. Paula. Paula, Paula, yeah. Yeah. She doesn't get named until like the second act. And then Paula calls her or asks her for some deets. And then
0: she says the line something like he's more like a brother or a really good friend or something like
2: that. Yeah, her friend calls to get some details on the date, then assumes the guy who, from what I could gather, is maybe a sales associate at a thrift store, is rich.
0: I I think it's—I got confused at the end because it seemed by the dialogue that he owned the stores or was like a high manager. I don't
2: don't know how this thrift store runs itself. No, I have
0: no idea. But yet there was another manager—
1: and then there's a boss. And then the and then boss it's... is going to promote everybody to manager so he can retire. <laughs> it's just a store of managers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To manage nobody.
2: Right. A bunch of managers just managing nobody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a good point, right? Because they only ever really show her working. Yep. Who I manages know. the managers, though?
2: I don't know. So then Lisa decides to name the dog. She decides to name him Prince.
1: But he says his name is Alvin, Alvin. Flang,
2: which might be the weirdest part of this whole movie. that that
1: name that name sounds like it deserves to be in (laughs) tromaville exactly such an awful name for
2: our hero name name. just
1: rolls right off the tongue that's that's this that's the name of a person that you throw into a locker yeah
2: (laughs) so then she decides to take the dog shopping which in this world of this movie is a group of people scrounging around in a pile of clothes (laughs) And she just lets the dog scrounge around too and he gets kicked by an associate <laughs> because he's a dog sifting through merchandise. Perfectly understandable. <laughs> um, and then a dog talent agent pops up out of nowhere and says the dog's amazing and he wants to sign him, but
0: she runs away.
1: It makes no sense. Oh my god. The, dog, the literally... dog Yeah,
0: the dog could pick out matching clothes. Yeah. That was his talent.
1: And who knows if it was a, you know, a coincidence that yeah. he just picked out a green dress or whatever just this guy's putting but, a lot of
2: eggs in his bat in the basket of this I, dog he just met
1: i was gonna say he's probably a failed talent agent <laughs> <laughs> he is a dog
2: talent agent <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and uh, uh, going forward a little bit the name of the business is dog talent agent <laughs> <laughs> That's that's really bad. That's really creative, guys. It's
2: like ah, that cat's amazing. But what are we can do? We're dog talen right. <laughs>
1: It It's like going to a pizza. It's just like naming your place pizza parlor. Like what's the name? <laughs> pizza parlor. <laughs> uh, so she goes back to work,
2: and she immediately gets salted by another associate at work, and then sexually harassed by a customer. He asks her to pick something out for his wife, and she picks something green because, of course. And the manager tells her that she needs to dress nice for the customers, and he gives her a green dress to wear, of course. <laughs> she then goes home and tries on her new green dress. Uh, Rita, an older friend with a vaguely ethnic accent, comes in and tells her that she was the one who sent over the customer, and she's trying to set Lisa up with him for her mom's sake, and then she leaves. And then her friend tells so Paula then tells Lisa that she should bang both guys and find out which one she likes more perfectly reasonable uh, idea by Paula. Paula is the one that makes the most sense in this movie
1: at yeah. one point doesn't she say she should be dating like five or six guys? uh that's her mother tells her that she' be okay. she should be dating four
2: or five guys yeah there there's um, a
1: great shot in this movie of the mother surrounded by darkness <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the scene, yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's when she,
2: she. That's when she mentioned. You should be dating four or five guys.
1: She looks like Doctor Claw. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right,
1: that's like that's like something Doctor Claw or Skeletor would do or something like that. Yeah.
0: They they wanted to make sure that you couldn't tell that she was also in a green room and they just had one student. Oh
2: yeah. Guarantee that the same. It's the same apartment. <laughs> um. My favorite part is when the mother is on her deathbed, just ask. Um, Asking her daughter to promise her that she's going to get married to a man, and she just tells her no. no.
1: <laughs> and then she closes her eyes, and her head tilts, right? And no one seems very sad. <laughs> well, I mean, she's awful. She is the worst. Oh, my goodness.
2: She's bringing all sorts of men around every, when Lisa was younger. Just all and them treated her like, ter- like shit. Mm-mm. And you wonder why she has uh, men issues. Yeah. Um, so then... Uh, her friend tells her uh, you know, Alvin Flang is worried that if she gets married, he'll be stuck as a dog. And then her mom calls in the middle of the night and tells her she should be dating four or five guys. And then Lisa has a date with Frank, the uh, the other guy at the store. Uh, oh no, Frank is the guy that Rita set her up with, and his mom. Yeah, yeah the customer. His mom accompanies her, or they bas She basically has a date at this guy's mom's house. Um. And the mom is like some sort of nutritionist and asks Lisa how much she weighs. Uh, but then after dinner, Frank's mother orders him to leave so she could speak to Lisa alone. And then the mother says, they will not allow Lisa to get pregnant, and she must get her tubes tied if she's going to wind up marrying Frank."
0: Everything about this character is ridiculous. Uh, um, I love the I love the one line where you know she has how so much she weighs and she goes, "You don't weigh yourself twice daily. How do you yeah. know how much food to eat?" Yep. <laughs> and <I'm> like that <laughs> her line's psychotic. Like,
1: yeah, this is just a collection
2: of terrible people. Yeah. Lisa gets put through the ringer in this movie. She does, man. Again, I feel bad Paul, for her.
0: Paul is the only good person in this whole movie.
2: Yeah. Paul has got her head on straight. She just basically just wants her friend to have fun and fuck. She's tired yeah. of her friend just lording over her virginity over her head. Paul's just trying to get it in, trying to have a good time. <laughs> I'm here for a good time, not a long time. That's Paul's motto. And she winds up probably having the most fun out of anybody in this movie. Yeah. She's seemingly successful. She has a whole bunch of grandkids, and Lisa's just stuck in that same goddamn apartment for for thirty plus years. she's probably one of the best looking grandmas I've ever seen. She's looking fine, yeah, real nice. keeping it tight
1: in her grand aid we We should have been following the story of Paula yeah <laughs> <laughs> I would rather much, I would much, much, much rather story. watch that movie mm-hmm uh
2: so so then she goes back home and talks to the dog and the the one the one line he says that made me chuckle because it's just so stupid and she just kind of says you know i'll just i'll just stay here with you because i love you and then he just
1: says i broke your favorite glasses <laughs> <laughs> it just has like a passing thing yeah <laughs> yeah very nonchalantly that's pretty awesome um
2: so Kyle calls her and says he has something important to talk to her about. Um that's the guy from the the thrift store. And then Paula shows up and, uh, and Alvin flying uh bites her or he attack he bites her on the hand and she and Lisa kicks her out him out. And Paula gets uh Lisa ready for the date or whatever. So Kyle shows up and Lisa brags about her shitty art, which is the only thing in the apartment that isn't green. Um, and Kyle immediately proposes and then says that it, it'll be in name only because he's gay and he wouldn't be accept, accepted by his family. But he says he'll be able to provide for her and give her everything she ever wants. And yeah. she rejects his proposal saying she needs true love. Mark.
0: One, one, one of the first like whiplash moments of this movie. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah I was going to say this is dark moment number one. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Dark number, moment number one is immediately uh, preceded by dark moment number I'm two. Because as soon as Kyle leaves, leaves, Lisa cries and then
1: Mort barges into her apartment drunk and attempts there, to rape her. It's. It, and then, so, Al, what's his name? Alvin? Alvin Flang. Alvin Flang. He comes in to rescue her mm-hmm. and then she turns on Alvin. Yep. Right? She's like, get out of here. I don't want you around anymore. What? <laughs> Who does that to a dog, first of all? Yeah. Especially one that just saved your life. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, she, she, it was an instinct that that dog was no good. Mm-hmm.
1: Is that what it's she said? just says? another man.
0: Uh, uh, no, no, no. Just I'm to just come saying on that. To me. <laughs> It was an instinct that, that that dog's an asshole. He needs to leave now. Yeah. Probably
2: would have been best. Uh, that's the
1: worst 10 minutes of anyone's life, I think. <laughs> right, Being proposed to and then being assaulted. Yeah.
2: Proposed to because uh, he just needs a beard. (laughs) She put all her eggs in that Kyle basket. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm gay. But we can still get married. But I have no intention of loving you like you're expecting me to.
1: (laughs) He's very nice about it, though.
2: Oh, yeah, he's super nice. I mean, Kyle is a very nice guy. It's a shame he's gay because Lisa was hoping that
1: he wasn't. (laughs) So Uh, Now, are we to believe that she actually was into him? I I guess so. It seems like the
2: only person I, that's shown her I, any niceness in her entire I thought, life. I thought,
0: she, I thought she he was the one she called like a brother. I
2: it I mean she might have done that over the phone, but she was totally heartbroken and
0: yeah, you know
2: really
1: upset that he'd want to be gay. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's a rough turn of events, man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so Alvin Flank shows up and attacks Mort. Uh, stop him from raping lisa and then mort fires her as he leaves although it doesn't seem like that actually sticks because she is in she is seen working in later scenes um and she even goes to her boss's house um then lisa cries again about kyle being gay some more and the fact she almost got raped and then she takes a bunch of sleeping pills and overdoses this is what this movie need it was in a drug overdose scene so then Alvin Flang go, then goes to get some help by lying down in the street and gets the driver to come back to the apartment. And then days go by, and I guess no one went to see Lisa in the hospital because she walks herself home from the hospital all by herself. <laughs> and she can't oh. find Prince or or Alvin Flang anywhere,
1: so she goes out looking for him and finds him in the pouring rain. Um, and we keep... we were glossing over the fact that in like every so often, uh, Alvin Flang will visit a rock on a lake and be talked to by... A spirit of some kind. Yeah, with, it's a water spirit. I don't think he's done it in a in a while. And it, it, it's it's a water spirit with a um with an Instagram filter on it. I'll, I would say, right? It's got like the little flowers yeah. above it. Yep. Like, well,
0: that's to distinguish that it's a fairy.
1: Is that what it, it's to do? I, I don't, guess
0: I'm just making. <laughs>
1: Maybe
2: that you got t- you gotta got. take everything Mark says with a grain of salt at this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that makes more sense than what i was thinking i thought it was just they were trying to be you know flashy
2: they they pull out all the stops with the preloaded after effects uh, effects
0: yeah 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 it was just to, to to separate that part of the lake from the other parts of the lake or wherever he was do
2: you think and the fairy talks to anybody else you think she's got a couple couple of games going right now there's exactly. other dogs that are or anything probably any other animal like maybe those duck. ducks we see yeah. like a thousand
1: times in this movie right yeah maybe, maybe they're like little kids that were transformed <laughs> for being bad kids <laughs> for being insolent children <laughs> Right. Well, um, and then, spirit just got dark <laughs> they didn't they never ate their vegetables and they were turned into ducks
2: that's what happens when you don't brush your teeth
1: children it's just it's just a malevolent spirit <laughs> now you have no teeth All right <laughs> Uh, I, I watched that movie <laughs> It sounds like a German folk Folktale I think that's probably where I'm getting it from Right? <laughs> it's Like Krampus But with a water fairy I guess It sounds like something M. Night Shyamalan would really do <laughs> um, So she
2: eventually She finds him um, And the lesson here is that she learned From all this is that she doesn't want men She wants only prints And then Dog becomes a naked man that was cursed Since past life because he was a cheating playboy And then Alvin Flang wants to marry her, and she agrees to it immediately.
0: That that transformation scene, when she goes from holding the dog to holding his leg, Mm -hmm. is like, and then she believes every word he says after that, which is amazing.
2: I mean, oh, you're the dog. I mean, if a if a dog transformed into a naked man in front of you, uh, there's only so many explanations, right? She handles it well.
0: Yeah, she probably got a view of something she liked. So she was like, yeah, sure, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, he's he's just fully erect right in front of her.
1: You think so? Just, well, no, not really. But he's probably packing. I mean, right? they they constantly have awkward sex scene after awkward sex scene, so mm-hmm. it's possible. Yeah.
2: Um, and one right after that, because they go back to her apartment and they fuck immediately, even though she knows he's been a dog for a while. Um, in the morning, he's back to the a Yeah, right? <laughs> and the dog goes back to Lake Spirit and tells and the lake spirit tells Alvin Flang that he'll only be human at night until he proves that it is true love um, which is, i really couldn't couldn't get a grasp of the of the rules the water spirit yeah. was uh, trying to teach Alvin Flang cuz it seemed to change every time he went back um, yeah. so he goes back to Lisa and tells her how much he loves her and that he loves her more than anything anyone else in this whole world you know he lies to her uh, The next morning she goes to work and Alvin Flang just explores the city i guess they go home to her green-ass green apartment to wait for night to come, and then he turns into human Alvin Flang again. She fixes him breakfast in the morning as if he were human, and then we get a love montage, no music. Yeah. Alvin Flang then cooks dinner. Oh, What were you going to say, Mark? I,
0: I was, I was going to say, and uh, he, it goes back to the voiceover thing, because uh, when he goes and eats the dog food, she goes, oh, you're in the dog food. And he goes something like, because I'm a dog. He calls, he calls her an idiot. <laughs> yeah, idiot, because I'm a dog.
2: I'm a dog idiot alvin flang hates lisa that's all there is to it
1: right so it's essentially he's operating on werewolf logic here where yes. during the day he's a dog it's reverse werewolf logic i guess yeah. where during the day he's a dog uh, a dog and at night he becomes a man yep but this logic is very flawed throughout this because there are clearly times in the day where he's a man, right? Well, it also matters if it's, uh, if it's not sunny out. Really.
0: Yeah, the, the spirit allows that because they couldn't do all night shoots.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> the spirit, yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> Um. So, uh, then sh- uh, he fixes, she fixes him breakfast in the morning. Uh, Alan Flang cooks dinner, and then Lisa buys him a collar, and then is turned on by it. So they take so some really upsetting kinky photos. Um, then they go to the park with Alan Flang as a dog, and he talks to the water spirit again, and the water spirit moves goalposts once again and says that he needs to provide and prove that he can be a good
1: husband. And then
0: for some point, reason he turns into a complete dick. Yeah. I mean, at, this, dog.
1: at this point you have to feel as if like if you're Alvin Flang, you you know you're being screwed around with. <laughs> you're right? just getting jerked around. Yeah. yeah. Th- this water spirit has no intention <laughs> of setting you back into normal human being. No. Um at
2: night Alvin Flang says that he's upset that he cannot provide for her. Says he wanna do the, he wants to do the commercials with the agent, and at least is upset at this idea for some reason. Right.
1: And, and know, then we get a. It, yeah. They never give you the reason why. She's like, No, I've I forbid it. Okay. Yep. Why? It was, I don't know. seemed like a good idea. It <laughs> seemed like it was perfect for everybody. I mean, and this is where the movie should have gone, right? Where he becomes a big star and the fame maybe goes to his head because he's a playboy and yeah. he starts hitting on other women. Sounds right? like, uh,
2: yeah. Sounds like that movie is a little more fun than this movie allows us. to Yeah. Know.
1: That's what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> uh, Can't uh, that.
2: So then the dog, uh, we see a scene with the dog agent as a meeting with his boss and then she needs to find a special dog, and he mentions Alan Flang, and she tells him to find him, but he has no idea where to find him. But then at dinner, Alvin Flang uses the phone in the restaurant to call the agent, tell him the dog will be there. And then he takes a bath and then goes to the agency. They make him pick up phones, and then I guess they shoot a commercial. We don't get to see that, God forbid. Um, and it's a should... terrible commercial, though. Oh, Wait, I think to yeah. differ.
1: <laughs> it's a, I, I, it's a work thought of art. I thought the commercial was the. Well, did, do you want to explain the commercial first?
2: So I'm coming to that. Uh, immediately spends the money on another green dress for Lisa because that's exactly what she needs is more green dresses. She gets Just upset. the addiction. She gets upset because he won't tell her where his money comes from. But then she sees the commercial that he stars in, which quite like in my notes I say which quite frankly is a work of art. <laughs> um, it is for Ninja Dog Food or something like that. Um, and it is him fighting ninjas uh, <laughs> that cut up some dog food and it I, even comes with a cheap knockoff of david bowie's china girl as the song um,
1: i thought the ninja was chopping up the dog into food <laughs> is that because i what you I, thought? I looked I away real connection. quick and came back i was like wait a minute because it, it cuts from a scene of him wrestling with the dog to him furiously chopping up food so i was like wait a minute is he chopping the dog up It'd be weird because it is dog food. Yes, but yeah. I wouldn't put it past this movie to do something crazy <laughs> like that.
0: You just made this movie darker somehow. Yeah,
1: right. I can make things darker. I'm pretty good at it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so then they're about to fuck again, and then Paula shows up. And So for some reason, uh, Lisa feels like she needs to hide him from her. So she tells him to go hide, and Paula shows up because her car broke down, and she needs to crash at Lisa's apartment eventually paula finds alvin flying, and she freaks out because she thought lisa was a virgin and lisa made her feel like a whore all this time and she calls her a hip- hypocrite which all and honestly you would think that she'd be happy like oh yeah lisa getting some it's about time girl and she'd just be like oh yeah girl i just took your advice
1: you know how it is but she breaks down like she's you know she killed her or her mother or yeah. something like that you know i yep. didn't mean to do it i'm so sorry forgive me Please. yeah you're seeing a guy you yeah you you didn't break any rules here
2: no it's a it's a weird moment (laughs) it is a forced uh forced argument between the two um so rita shows up and apologizes for frank and says she's got another guy for lisa and then they randomly and then she randomly shows up at lisa's work later for no reason and Lisa tells her that she's got to close up. So she, Rita leaves and then jumps out at Lisa in the parking lot <laughs> tells her she immediately has to come with her. So Lisa thinks nothing of this and says, sure. And she gets in Rita's car. She takes her to a restaurant and her mother shows up. So now her mother's there and Rita's there and they go into the restaurant. And immediately Lisa gets accosted by several male patrons at the restaurant. <laughs> and it turns out Rita paid the men to dance with her.
0: Oh, boy.
2: And Who amongst Lisa... us, right, guys? <laughs> yeah. Lisa runs away and cries. Her mom apologizes for her shitty history of men. And then she tells her mom and Rita that she's already met a man. And her mom and Rita are very excited and they want to meet him. So they have dinner the next night. And Alvin Flang shows up at a restaurant with them. And they have an extraordinarily awkward meal where um, Rita and Lisa's mom then force them to get a marriage license the next morning. Um, Obviously, because he will be a dog in the morning, he can't show up. Um, so he doesn't show up at the courthouse because it's dog. Her he, has,
1: he has a funny line here where, you know, the mother and Rita are saying, like, oh, you know, forget him. He's the worst. And all he says is, I did my best. What? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> what? <You're... laughs>
1: How did you do yeah. your best?
0: Yeah, it's funny. This, this entire little segment with the mother, they, I, I'm actually shocked they didn't go there. Because they already, you know, did earlier in the movie that they didn't have the mother or Rita um just assume that maybe uh lisa was gay you know and going because of what your father did i thought you just hated all men and was a lesbian
1: yeah that that could have been a definite route they took
0: yeah but they did but it just looks like they were like no we're stuck on this she believes in true love storyline
2: so he obviously doesn't show up as a human at the courthouse because he's a dog so her mom and rita immediately turn on alvin flying saying that you could do better And then the Alvin Flying Dog gets depressed and runs off. She has to pick him up in the middle of the night um, when he's human again, butt-ass naked in the park. (laughs) Uh, Lisa cries again and says her mom wants for her to have a man morning and night. And Alvin Flang says that he should just go back to being a dog. She tells him, no, she doesn't want him to do that. So then Rita shows up at the apartment and says she can't take her daughter to the airport because of a dizzy spell. This is like one of the most convoluted parts of the movie. Yeah. And she tells Lisa that she has to drive her daughter to the airport, leaving her and Alvin Flang behind. Then Rita starts snooping and starts to interrogate Alvin about his job, business card, driver's license, and tells him to leave Lisa alone. So he runs away and then Rita chases after him, and apparently they chase after each other all night long. Because then he has to hide into the bathroom to turn back into a dog. Because it becomes morning at some point.
0: Yeah, they had that quick scene where he goes into the bathroom, and you see a tail, uh, a tail sticking yep. out of his uh, his pants.
1: <laughs> it's all very stupid. They could the the, yeah. the editing in this scene is atrocious. Oh yep. my god. There's the part where he goes to the Mexican restaurant, and they mm-hmm. do a fast forward for some yeah. reason. It's supposed to be some sort of montage, but it has got no music again. Oh, it, it it looks like someone accidentally hit fast forward on the on yep. the projector. Right. <laughs> like, oops, sorry. Forgot about that. I eh, just keep it.
2: Yeah. Um so Rita tells Lisa that she saw Alvin change into a dog, but she didn't she just saw the dog come out of the bathroom. And then she threatens that she and her mom are going to stay at her life completely, and Lisa cries again, which is probably for the best, honestly. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Lisa has a bunch of toxic relationships she needs to uh, abandon. Mm-hmm. And Rita and her mom are two of them. Uh, yeah,
0: her her only good relationship she loses because she yeah. didn't want to let Paula know that she had a guy in the house. Yeah.
1: Which is so silly. Right. And it kind of shame on Paula for uh, for coming down so hard on Lisa there. Yeah. Right. She was so chill throughout the movie and then all of a sudden she just kind of you know, this was the perfect that was the perfect opportunity for like a three-way by the way like <laughs> a, a surprise dude shows up half naked like come on if, if real life has taught me anything that's mm-hmm. the next logical step yeah absolutely we've all been there yep
0: <laughs> and we've all written letters into magazines about it
1: <laughs> yeah uh, i'm sure Dear some of us have tv
0: guide <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the exact magazine i was thinking of. there you I go uh,
2: so lisa and alvin go to the park and he sings a stupid song and Lisa goes to a children's playground by herself and takes pictures of strangers. <laughs> and then at night, Lisa wants to fuck Alvin flying in the car because the Chinese woman she talked to at the park said that exciting sex leads to good children, so she's really, really humping Alvin to get some kids out of him. Um, but Alvin doesn't want kids because he's afraid the kids will end up like him. So she cries again. <laughs> and then but <when, laughs> I was having my notes, if I see one more goddamn shot of those ducks in this pond, I swear to God... Uh, <laughs> Um, Then Alvin finds tickets to a store that has rare Chinese stones that he wants to go to Lisa with. It might
0: be Um, a museum. I'm not sure.
2: Supposedly it's a museum, but it totally looks like a flea market. Yeah. Um,
1: Why do you need tickets to go to a store?
2: I think it's, like I said, uh, it's probably probably
1: supposed to be a museum, but
2: it's totally a flea market.
1: Yeah, Yeah. that's what I thought it was.
2: It doesn't really matter because the scene is all of 10 seconds. They go, but he's a dog, so he can't go in. So she goes in and she gets upset because she sees all the other couples around her. And then one day Lisa realizes it will be overcast, so Alvin Flang will be human all day. And she really wants to go meet her him to meet his boss, her boss at like a barbecue at his house, so that she can make a good impression, hopefully get a promotion. So he relents. They go to her boss's house for lunch, and then her boss and his wife hit on Alvin Flang. And then her boss says he wants to promote her to manager so he can retire and take his wife around the world. And then throughout the day, it starts to get sunny, and Alvin Flying turns bath into a dog in front of her boss's son, and the boss's son totally snitches on Alvin. <laughs> and then Lisa's... <laughs> And Lisa falls into the pool from surprise. For no yeah. reason. Yeah, she can't swim. So Alvin Flying has to jump in and save her. So he calls her a pizza-faced
1: cinder <laughs>
0: He's so incredulous about needing to do that. Yeah.
1: True love, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's lucky because nobody else jumps into that pool to save her, though. It's
1: true. Um, it's the, the problem with this movie, as we alluded to, they just throw subplots at you like crazy. Yep. It's it's just it seems like the director or the writer would come to set every day. I'm like, oh, I wrote a new page for the script. Why are we <laughs> introducing new characters in the third act?
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, then uh, uh, at home, Lisa cries some more. Alvin Flank says that there's a way that he could be rebo- he can become human all the time. He has to die first and he'll be reborn. Um, so Lisa cries some more and she says she doesn't want him to die. So they make out. And then at night, Alvin Flang decides he's going to be dog from now on, or something. So he leaves her a note saying that she needs a man that can provide her everything she wants, and he leaves. Then he has an argument with the water spirit. Water spirit gives him some vague responses to why he hasn't become a full man. I guess the water True spirit also-
0: requires sacrifice.
2: Yes, the water spirit also gives him some visions of his relationship, and he decides that he loves Lisa and that he's going to work out all their problems. And then he gets hit by a fucking truck and dies. Oh, <laughs> my God.
1: It, that was very jarring, that scene. Oh, <laughs> God. You, you could see it coming a mile away. Oh, anyway, but it's still very jarring. Yep, because you didn't think that this, yeah. that this
2: movie it's, had to go there.
0: It, it, it's the whole time you're going, they're not going to do this, right? Yeah. no, no, they're no, they're not. oh, oh, they did it, and it was very graphic, okay,
1: yeah the the dog lying there with uh I guess <laughs> blueberry jam on it, uh, raspberry jam it it did look very sad, though, yeah, it, and Lisa
2: Lisa sees the whole thing too, by the way.
1: She's she running at each other,
2: yep <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, gets, just smash uh, oh my god there there's a lot of points in this movie where I thought that was gonna happen honestly because. This dog just wanders around near the highway and the, yep. and the road yep. at all times. Yeah, this and, is, and then...
0: Go,
1: go ahead. Go ahead,
0: yeah. Ant. I, I was going to say, and then from this point forward, the rest of the movie's a fever. Oh,
2: yeah. This is this is the point where this movie just... You thought it was off the rails, and then you realize that it wasn't quite, and then it goes off the rails here. Because um, she mourns his death, and then I think her mom dies, too. This is where her mom just... On her that that just wants her to find a man and she says, no, I'm waiting for Alvin to come back
1: to me so petty so petty of the mother right yeah. your your dying wish find a man no
2: yeah um so then Lisa mopes around her apartment and she cries over his leash and whatever and then we get some years later we see um, pop up on the screen and it as we mentioned, it's like thirty fucking years. Elisa lives in yeah. the same apartment for those 30 fucking years with the same green goddamn paint job, all the same furniture for 30 years. And she's apparently has decided that now it's time to find a roommate. Uh, Paula shows up with her grandkids, not her children, her fucking yeah.
0: grandkids. That's the whiplash moment in that scene.
2: <laughs> it, uh, she's waited all this time for him to come back to her. At this without point, real a point. Yeah, without realizing, too, that he would have started back from being a baby once he was reborn. It's like a bomb is dropped on Paul. Uh, Paula drops a bomb on her. Like, no, honey, um, he wouldn't be our age. He'd be like, you know, however long it's been since he's died. And she's like, I've never thought about that
1: for 30 fucking years. It never crossed her mind. Well, why is Paula the the uh, the authority on reincarnation all of a sudden? I don't know, man. She's got all this kind of like jewelry on. Maybe she's
2: like a a secret gypsy. I was going to say, is she a healer of some kind? She's she
1: believe in crystals? She's a Wiccan.
2: That's the reason. That's really the reason why Lisa was such a bitch to her. Because she was a Wiccan.
1: Yeah. They're the worst, as we all know. (laughs) So catty. (laughs) So um,
2: I guess Paul decides that she's going to move in with her. Um, because a guy shows up sa- asking if there's room for rent, and she tells him that no, not anymore. But guess what? It's Alvin Flang with a
1: brown, uh, <laughs> a brown wig on. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> he looks like he looks like he belonged in some 41. Um, <laughs> and he has a dog.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he has a, do- a very successful dog training this <laughs> Like so
0: That's much so happens dumb. in like the three minutes here that oh, I'm like. Man. It's just One. info
2: dump right before the movie is over.
0: Yeah. And if for like, some reason he becomes old in this scene.
2: It, he becomes old and then they both become young. Yeah. So I don't, is it that do, do is becoming young kind of like the end of Titanic, which really means that they just die together in each other's arms and they just back to the time when
1: they both loved each other very much. You oh, know, that would be great if we cut <laughs> back to them on their but uh, just I, like lying on the ground dead. <laughs> i
0: their old all, bodies. All I kept saying, and I said it to you guys in chat, was when that entire dance sequence was happening, I was like, they both better turn into dogs. They both better turn into <laughs> dogs. They both better turn like into dogs. Classic Shrek ending.
2: That, that, that it, would have been like, a great ending. I
0: was like, that—that's the only way I'm satisfied with the ending.
2: Mm-hmm. That like, would have been a good. That would have been a good like twist. Yeah. Like Lisa talks to the magic spirit. And then like the magic spirit turns her into a dog. And they're like, now we could be together forever. Yeah. That'd be oh. so sweet.
0: Uh, there, I but just made no. it better.
2: <laughs> but no. And then, yeah. So he says, uh, so he magically ages up to Lisa's age. And he gets a terrible wig to show for it. And then they get married again. And then they become young. And then it just kind of fades out. And that's the end of this ridiculous fucking movie. Uh, the it's, one thing
0: I got to mention that has nothing to do with the plot and all that is that all the graphics and credits I think I could do on on premiere and, and I have, have zero editing skills. <laughs> it's literally just putting text box on the, I've done it for stranger Damien. Like you go. literally just putting a text box and putting some letters on it and changing the font and going, Hey, editing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I can edit. This movie is wild. And though, I mean, we, we got through that last act very quickly, but so much shit happened and it's yeah. just, it's bomb, like bomb drop after bomb drop on
1: you. Which is It's only person? 10 minutes
2: of a movie. What was that?
1: Can you imagine being that person where throughout your life, you just have constant bomb after constant bomb dropped on you, yeah. right? It's just like every day is something new.
0: Yeah, th- this woman had an incredible like six weeks, let's say, um, you know, in terms of her relationship with the dog and all that stuff. And whatever happens. And then nothing happens to her for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like like I, Still working at amazing. that
2: same thrift store.
0: Yeah. It's wild.
2: It is so this.
0: crazy. And, and maybe it was just me watching it in two parts. But did she get a haircut midway through the movie? I, I
1: don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think I she don't... changed anything about herself.
0: Okay. Because for some reason, when I came back and watched it for the second half, there's that scene where she's feeding him human food, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, wait, is her hair shorter? But I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would normally go, I'll go back and check and see. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not, no. Nah. It's just,
2: it's so depressing to just imagine the the female protagonist in your movie just waiting around in that shitty-ass one-bedroom apartment for 30 years for nothing good to happen to her life in that time. Yeah. Like, they, what would have been a better ending is if, like, he just showed up as another dog and I was like, all right, well, it's never really, really going to get better than this. So like after six months or something like that, it's like, oh, it's a little puppy and it's Alvin flying, but he doesn't turn into, a, he doesn't turn into a human anymore or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's wild. Is there can, anything you guys would do to make this movie better? Can I just say, I hated this movie. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's not, not great. That's I, all I, I wanted that. to say. It was <laughs> bad. I hated it. Uh, <laughs> would <Was laughs> you uh, anything uh, to make it better?
1: Uh. uh so much yeah i mean you could give it you know you could edit it properly you could have some if you gave me any music behind it i would have accepted that Mm. you could have put uh, i don't know twinkle twinkle little star behind it and it would have at least given me something to listen to and give it something to make it stand out but on its own this movie is a disgrace to film uh i
0: don't hold back then i I would I, <laughs>
1: I would rather watch the Snyder cut than watch this movie again. Ooh. All 4 hours of the Snyder cut and wow. I hate I and I've already I'm predisposed to hate that movie. <laughs> um no, I you can't make this movie any better, man. You can't. Uh Mark, you want to try? Uh,
0: yeah, I think I think we we'll have to do this in like a uh make it incrementally better. Like my thing was I could make this movie slightly better than it is just by having them both be dogs at the end of the movie. That happens, this movie is is better. Um, Obviously, besides the obvious stuff, you know, with sound design and music and stuff like that in this movie, it was just, maybe not make him as big of a dick in the first three minutes of the movie. Um, You know, like, it was, like, I I texted you immediately. I was like, I hate this dog. (laughs) And you were like, he doesn't get better. And I'm I'm like, that, that's about the only thing. It's is have that twist where they both become dogs at the end um, and just make him, you know, over the course of that montage, show that he's an asshole. Don't make it, like, immediately, like, the second scene. You're immediate like, I want to see this dog die. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, like, it was, Mark. Yeah. W-
1: what if what if you just made the movie darker and you just didn't stop making it darker? Like, just <laughs> incrementally, like... The truth oh, the I could do too. that. Yeah, like something like she loses her job. She gets kicked out of the apartment. Uh she gets into a car accident. And you just keep getting just the how far can we take Lisa until she, she just breaks.
0: She she finds Alvin in bed with an- another dog.
1: Or no, with another woman as a dog.
0: No, no, uh, no okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What's the market is like that.
0: <laughs> I was like ah, ah, okay. I was going to say a literal dog, but no,
1: I, I think that would work as well. It's just my mind has gone. It's snapped right now. <laughs> I, like I, I want... got
0: deeds when I'm in this body. Right.
1: <laughs> and he just gives snarky comments like that. Yeah. yeah. Just, he just turns into dark. Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: right. I, I, don't know if,
1: I don't know if I have anything to
2: say to make this movie better. Uh, yeah, obviously sound design. Probably make it shorter. Um, maybe if you just lean into that Princess and the Frog sort of thing. You know, have the beginning be him turning into a a dog, being turned into a dog by the water spirit, and having rules that we could follow. It's like you need to find true love by the stroke of midnight by the end of the year or something like that to become a dog. you, do- feed you and, after midnight. Yeah, or you become a, you'll be a dog forever. Something bullshit like that. You know, at least di- dude, lean into Disney. Disney's got plenty of movies like that. Just copy yeah. it. Um, sometimes cool. these movies just they just try so so hard and they don't need to because they're not they're not going to like set the world on fire regardless just yeah. you know take the templates where they are
0: all i hear is that you think it should have been a short yeah uh it
2: should <laughs> it should have been like 70 minutes long
0: <laughs> not, even, not even
2: like a 20 minute short <laughs> no well, i mean yeah probably I, I would watch this twice if it was 20 minutes long what yeah. if
1: we got rid of all the color green in this movie I'd be a lot happier. I don't know if it makes the movie yeah. better, but it would, it would stop <laughs> bothering me. Right. My my eyes wouldn't bleed. Uh, uh, you, if you put a mixture of color palettes in, maybe some reds, yeah. a little yellow. It, it just
2: wouldn't distract me as much as it did. Right. Um, do you guys have anything else that you guys want to say about
1: this movie? Uh, I no. wish nothing but ill will towards Fen Tian. Wow that's about it i know i know we're supposed to come together right now but if anyone could drive us further apart it's this movie
2: (laughs) all right yeah um mark you got anything
0: no no this (laughs) this this was by far the worst movie we've ever done that comes from somebody that always tries to find the positive i'm just like nope there's nothing like it looks like they didn't even try um at parts in this movie
1: uh you guys want to plug your shit make it quick at D Aquino 122 on Twitter. Also, follow our real play d podcast, uh, Stranger Damies, at Stranger Damies on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Yeah, yeah Stranger Damies airs every Wednesday. Um, Google Play, uh, iTunes, uh, Um The um, Game Vault Pod, um, now we're everywhere as Game Vault Pod um, uh, on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. Uh, thank you to Jenny for. Being able to secure that um, for us, um, we have a new episode coming up Monday, so be on the lookout for that. And then we stream probably five out of the seven days most of the time. Um, so just uh, follow the Twitter. Um, we should have a schedule locked in on Monday um, um, in terms of that because we will probably talk about it while recording the episode. So just keep an eye out um, at Game Ball Pod um, on Twitter. Um, so and if it's um, if we decided it. Before this airs, um, you would have already seen it, and this is all old news to you.
2: All right. Uh, and this has been They Called This a Movie. You can find us at theycalledisthemovie.podbean.com. We're on all podcast streaming apps at the, Just Look For They Called This a Movie. Uh, that's uh, iTunes, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher. You know, wherever you get your podcasts, that's where you could find us. Just look for They Called This a Movie. Uh, we're the themainedamy.com. That's our main website. And we are on all social media uh, at the main damey. So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at the main damey. we'll pop right up. We keep those pretty active as much as we can. Um, you, if you have any questions, comments, you want to suggest a movie for us, uh, the main damey at gmail.com is where we can re- be reached via email. And uh, we are a proud member of Geek Vibes Nation. You can find them at gbnation.com. It's their main site and on all podcast streaming apps. Just look for Geek Vibes Nation. They'll pop right up and on all social media apps at Geek Vibes Nation. Um, I am at Antelvec on Twitter. You can find me there. And that's going to wrap it up this week for Love on a Leash 2011, directed by Jennifer Tan. So for Dan Aquino and Mark Myers, this is Anthony Delvecchio telling Jennifer Tan to go fuck herself.